Musical Theater Writer Guy was written and filmed as a YouTube channel series on the traditional and unceded territory of the Muncie Lenape and Canarsie people. Each episode is also released here in podcast form. To learn how you can work with me or to join the Musical Theater Writing Collective, please find out more at michaelraddy.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-R-A-D-I dot com. Enjoy the show. What defines a musical? Where do we draw the line between other art forms like concerts, cabarets, reviews, dance pieces, operas, operettas? How can we sort out the mess so you can clearly know what it is that you are writing? This sounds like an excellent musical mystery for me to sing and sleuth my way through. Okay, let's start with three possible definitions that are all slightly different. Number one, a play or movie in which singing and dancing play an essential part. Number two, a theatrical performance that includes four major elements, songs, spoken dialogue, acting, and dance. And number three, a theatrical performance with three major components, book, music, and lyrics. Interesting. Uh, These are all pretty similar, but they each take their own spin on the same general idea. The first definition included singing and dancing, and the second definition added in spoken dialogue and acting, though I'm not really sure why acting is being considered separately here, but the third definition didn't include any performance elements at all. The third one simply went with book, music, and lyrics. As we begin to unravel this mystery, I do want to let you know that I have my own personal definition of what counts as a piece of musical theater, and this is the definition that I use in the Musical Theater Writing Collective and all of the programs that I do, but I'll save that for the end. Okay, here's how we're gonna sort through this. We're gonna take deep dives into each of the storytelling elements in musicals. It was just another day writing like any other. Words and notes all jumbled together, And that was the day that Lady Music walked in, asking me coyly if I could discover her secrets. Right, so... Music. Music is a main storytelling element in musical theater, obviously, and its function is usually to provide a soundscape to the subtext of what's being said and done on stage. But that is not its only function. Instrumental only. What about instrument-only music in musical theater, meaning music where no one is singing along? How does this add or take away from the definition of musical theater? Well, instrumental storytelling is certainly used in a lot of musicals with moments of pure movement storytelling, underscore, incidental music, ballets, etc. But if the entire piece contains only instrumental music and no singing at all, then it's not really a musical, but more likely to be some sort of underscored play or a dance piece. Not musical theater. Sung music. Yes, sung music is absolutely integral to musical theater, of course. But there are lots of other theatrical art forms that use sung music as well, such as operas, operettas, plays, reviews, cabarets, concerts. So where do we draw the line? Well, since one of the main differences between opera and musical theater is that opera is a music-first art form and musical theater is a words-first art form, one could argue that the line could be drawn at how much storytelling and character work is the sung music doing? If the sung music is integral to the storytelling, then it might fall into the realm of musical theater. Songs. Yes, I did separate songs from sung music. Why? Well, because not all sung music is structured into songs and song moments, especially in forms like opera. In addition to the sung music doing storytelling and character work in musical theater, musicals also do tend to contain songs and song moments as well. They tend not to be comprised solely of meandering longline 
or of recitative. Do musicals sometimes have those elements? Absolutely. But without songs and song elements also contained, it becomes really difficult to qualify something as a musical. Through composed. Many theatrical art forms are through composed, meaning that there is music that is written and strung throughout the entirety of the piece. This could be musicals, operas, plays, concerts even are sometimes through composed. Is this a necessity for musicals? Absolutely not. Although some musicals are through composed, the vast majority of them are not. So this one doesn't really rule something in or out either way. Sung through. Similarly, some theatrical pieces are sung through as well, which means that there's not just pure underscore, but the music is sung all the way through the piece. This could include operas, concerts, and musicals. So what did we learn from this music deep dive? Well, the forms we've been able to rule out so far are dance pieces and plays without live sung music that further the storytelling and also some of the classically written operas. Modern operas may still apply though. Concerts are still technically in, as are cabarets and reviews, and also the dance musicals such as Movin' Out, which has been criticized in the past as not being a true musical, are still counting thus far. Let's move on. The next day, I was back to my normal routine of procrastinating, moping, and watching TikToks when suddenly my door burst open. The form of Mr. Choreography chasseed up to my desk saying, Writer guy, give me the same treatment you gave Lady Music. Choreography. Choreography, which can include dance, movement, and precisely timed staging, has been a clear storytelling element baked into musical theater from the very beginning. It is most famously used to enhance musical moments where characters feel so much that they can't just sing, but they have to dance as well. But it also has other uses in various forms in musical theater as well. Movement Incorporated. Movement incorporated directly into the bones of the piece is many times a director. Sometimes this is due to the overall vision that the director has of a piece, and sometimes it's just due to the general flow that the entire production team would like to present in the experience of the show. Concerts often include this type of movement flow as well as a lot of cabarets and reviews, but you can see how some pieces within these little categories may begin to fall away out of the realm of musical theater. I will also add here that musicals that are not necessarily dance shows do need this kind of treatment from the production team because music means timing and pacing, whether or not the performers are dancing. Movement integral. Other times, music is incorporated directly into the piece from the page itself. Yes, we can absolutely think about the classical ballets as being part of this category, but I also think of the no dialogue scenes, the scenes of pure movement that happen that are also written directly onto the page as well, often with underscore. These scenes tend to be highly choreographed, both because of the storytelling flow and clarity, but also because you have to time things out with the music. Not all musicals do this, and it's certainly not a requirement. Dance numbers. Obviously, many musicals do include dance. Certainly not all of them, but the more spectacle-driven ones do tend to. And many people have in their mind this notion that all musicals include these big show-stopping dance numbers, but especially nowadays, there's a lot more variety in how much dance is included in a musical, if any. Danced through. Although far rarer in musicals and much more feature of dance pieces, there are musicals that rely so heavily on movement for the storytelling that there is choreographed movement throughout the entirety of the piece. 
Yes, we can point to shows like Moving Out again, but I also think of a show like Hamilton. Hamilton doesn't necessarily have dance throughout every moment of the show, but it does have predetermined, specifically timed out movement throughout the entirety of that piece. And let me tell you, that ensemble is working. Okay, so did choreography rule out any of the major categories? Oddly enough, no. Individual theatrical pieces may begin to fall away if they have a complete lack of movement, like some concerts or reviews or cabarets, but for the most part, this storytelling element seems relatively optional. Interesting. It was then, just as I was sitting down to indulge my imposter syndrome, that I heard those familiar steps, those steps that haunt my nightmares and percolate all day long. I looked them dead in the eye and said, mix book. I wondered when I'd be seeing your face again. Uh, book. By the way, if you're enjoying today's video content and this little silly film noir, please give the video a little like so it can spread to more people like you. Thanks. The last major storytelling element to explore in this definition palooza is book. If you're unfamiliar with the definition of book, the book is the predetermined written story of a musical that includes any dialogue, lyrics, character development, and all of the journeys. AKA the book is really the core of musical theater storytelling. It is the story. Includes story. With that in mind, a musical should tell a story. Does that story have to be linear? Absolutely not. There are many ways to tell a good story. If we hadn't already eliminated plays, operas, and operettas, well, they would begin to cross back over in this category, but this is where a lot of concerts, reviews, and cabarets begin to fall away. Not all of them, by any means but many. Includes characters. Okay, yes, I could have grouped this with story. It is very difficult to have a story if you don't have characters. But I separated this out because a lot of the time people think about character as meaning a protagonist and an antagonist, or that you need to have one specific character who goes on this big journey or quest. Not all musicals have this feature though. There are plenty of ensemble-driven shows and concept musicals that kind of leave that traditional notion behind, even if the majority of the canon does have a protagonist in some sort of major your journey. Dialogue. Is dialogue a necessity? Nope. With the existence of things like recitative and choreographed storytelling, we never really need dialogue. Is it usually present in most musicals? Oh yes, in the vast majority. Lyrics. We already kind of covered this one in the idea of sung music, but I did want to separate it out specifically. Not only because you can sing music without lyrics, but in musical theater, the lyrics need to either further the plot or aid in character development. And this, my friends, is where most of the remaining concerts, reviews, and cabarets will completely fall off. Not all of them by any stretch, but the vast majority. Story-driven moments. Is the story being told purely through movement? If so, then there is indeed book work being done. Perhaps this moves the plot along or helps develop characters, but either way, it counts. So where does that leave us? Well, instead of continuing to frame them as exceptions, I would say that certain reviews, concerts, cabarets, and modern operas are so integrated with music and storytelling that they actually become pieces of musical theater instead of the other way around. It was finally time to put this mystery aside. Wait, wait, hold on narrator voice. We're not done yet. Okay, so what does all of this mean for musical theater? How can we define what is and is not a musical? As promised, here is the definition that I use in the collective and in everything I teach. A theatrical performance that uses words and sung music for the purpose of telling a story. 
period. But Michael, that's so broad. You betcha it is. The art of storytelling in a theatrical manner with music and words is of course the basis of musical theater. But what makes musical theater stand out is the focus on storytelling first. When you see a cabaret performance that really captures you, it's likely because it has been really expertly weaved together with a good story. The same thing could be said of review shows, of jukebox musicals, of pop operas, and so on and so on. If sung music, words, and often movement are working together to tell and uplift a story, then it's going to feel like a piece of musical theater, no matter what other elements are or are not present. And that's what makes musical theater so wonderful, because it is this kind of flexibility that is built directly into the art form. But of course, many people miss the mark on how to involve music itself in the storytelling, and if that sounds like you, then you should watch this video next. Otherwise... Thank you all for being here with me today and I'll see you again soon. Cheers! Thank you for listening to Musical Theatre Writer Guy, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate and review this show as it really helps others to discover what you already know. And please do share this show far and wide so we may all become an even closer musical theatre community.